Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following 10 movies decided to fix what, in hindsight, was most definitely not broken, and said yes to some incredibly misguided choices to try and spice up their respective imaginings. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com, and here are the 10 most insulting changes to movie remakes. Number 10. The Kid Doesn't Learn Karate The Karate Kid The Karate Kid is a prime slice of 80s nostalgia that has held up well enough. With great performances, classic soundtrack, and a sincere warm tone, the idea of remaking it seemed blasphemous at the time, and there was a swarm of negative reception to the film pre-release. Even an icon like Jackie Chan as the new teacher, Mr. Han, couldn't help quell fans' distaste for this kid's new training. When it was released, however, it turned out to be an above-average offering that took viewers to Asia for a change of scenery, and a more balanced focus on Dre and Mr. Han's lives over the original narrative's focus on Daniel fighting his bullies for a love interest. Except for one very simple thing. The title is a big fat lie, and karate is nowhere to be found in this film literally titled The Karate Kid. Instead of karate being taught to our young protagonist, he is taught Kung Fu. He also learns it in China, the birthplace of Kung Fu and not Japan that invented the titular martial art. It was clearly labelled the Karate Kid to rope in fans of the original while doing its own thing. It was also titled the Kung Fu Wonder in Asia, so the refusal to change it here for the sake of the almighty dollar was just damn insulting. Number 9. Explaining Michael Myers' Motives Halloween Michael Myers is a horror icon for inadvertently jump-starting the slasher craze, and for being a downright terrifying, seemingly unstoppable villain. Part of what makes Michael so great is the original Halloween's lack of explanation it gives for the reason he kills. However, after many sequels, the plot lines grew insane to the point audiences discovered Michael was controlled by a cult, and a reboot was desperately needed. Enter the Rob Zombie-directed remake almost 30 30 years later, that decided to give the serial killer a believable backstory and clue viewers into what makes Michael tick. Yet instead of being a frightening force of the unknown, Michael is given the most boring generic backstory for a murderer you can think of. All the cliché tropes such as coming from an abusive home and starting off by killing small animals are present, and turns one of horror's biggest icons into a bullied mama's boy. Your imagination running wild trying to understand Maya's urge to to kill is far more terrifying than anything that could be put to screen, and this just proved it. Number 8. Swapping Practical Effects for CGI The Thing 
John Carpenter's original The Thing is a testament to the craft of practical effects. With show-stopping set pieces of alien transformations and grotesque death scenes that horrify now just as much as they did back in 1982, the remake storyline following the first team that discovered the alien also allowed the film to follow the same basic structure of the original, while lending itself to fresh scenarios and answering some lingering fan theories. When it was announced, it thrilled horror fans whose imaginations ran wild with how stunning modern-day effects could bring the titular alien and its disgusting habits to life. The film was then released with horrendously bad CGI effects, and the entire world let out a unified cry of anguish. It felt like a betrayal for what the original film stood for, and the fact the movie had a huge amount of its runtime done with outstanding practical effects, only to be erased and replaced with the garbage we got instead is just salt in the wound. Number 7. Changing Godzilla's Appearance Godzilla Godzilla is a massive, unstoppable force of nature. At the last count, he was 355 feet tall. Nuclear bombs did nothing but make him temporarily stronger, and he specialized in whipping similarly sized beasts using his immeasurable strength and atomic breath. So why the hell Roland Emmerich thought making him a tiny raptor-looking wimp would make anyone happy is one of cinema's biggest mysteries. Well, that's a bit of a stretch. The reason was Jurassic Park just dropped. Was and the creators wanted to ride off the success of big CGI dinosaurs while ripping it off any way they could. This Godzilla doesn't even tower over most of the buildings in New York City, and spends most of his time running away while being hurt by military helicopters. The backlash was so harsh, the monster was officially named Zilla, and is treated as a joke in future installments of the franchise that just shows up to get the snot beaten out of it. Number 6. No Journey to Mars Total Recall the original Total Recall stands the test of time as a highly entertaining action film with impressive special effects, a riveting story, and a highly intelligent narrative that left audiences debating its true intentions for decades after. A remake seemed completely pointless, as there wasn't much the original didn't get right the first time, but a Colin Farrell-led one was produced and the results were exactly what fans feared. Aside from some admittedly great action scenes, this version of Total Recall was completely devoid of all the character and the humor of the original. The biggest kick in the teeth, however, was the fact the film never leaves the planet Earth. As such, the remake doesn't go fantastical enough to give any reason for its weirdness, and prevented fans from revisiting the mutant colony and multi-layered alien plot from before. This adaptation instead opts for a by-the-numbers story about rebels uprising against the government. Gone are the crazy cast of memorable Martian characters from before, instead we get saddled with flat businessmen cops and rebels you could peel from any other sci-fi thriller from the past 30 years. It was just plain unoriginal. Number 5. Showing that the ghosts are real. The Haunting the original Haunting is a classic masterclass in how to do slow-paced psychological horror, with a creeping sense of dread and allowing viewers to make up their own minds on whether our character's descent into madness is the result of the supernatural or just her unhinged mind. Its subtle use of sound spooks those watching through implication rather than straight-up scares. The remake is about as subtle and scary as a puppy ripping up a roll of toilet paper, though. Gone is any sense of mystery and instead 
then viewers are treated to some incredibly dated cartoon-like CGI ghosts, running around and spoiling any sense of intrigue you might have. Every single horror cliche you could think of is in this 144-minute car crash, with the plot a predictable mess, having the main character realize she has a forgotten connection to the spirit, and ending in a horrendous climax where you pretty much watch ghosts fly around and try to look scary, while you stare at the screen with a blank expression of disinterest. The 1999 version was nominated for a host of Razzies, and has rightfully gone down as one of the worst remakes of all time. Number 4. Trying to Top the Ending Planet of the Apes the original Planet of the Apes ends on a genuinely great twist, as it's revealed our dear hero wasn't on an alien planet after all, but Earth far into the future after humans had doomed it. Tim Burton, Mark Wahlberg, and a band of actors in ape suits took a stab at remaking this titan of cinema, and the results were very mixed. It made plenty of changes, and some you could argue for, such as the world having a jungle theme rather than desert. How many monkeys do you see in the desert? But others, like the humans being able to speak and focusing on their uprising rather than monkey society kind of defeated the ideas of the original. After all is said and done, it's the infamous ending that really went down like a cup of cold sick with audiences though. In the climax, our heroes lock the villain, General Fade, in a spaceship huddling under a desk in fear. Marky Mark then takes his trip back to his own planet for the big reveal. Instead of the iconic Statue of Liberty, we get a monkey-fied version of the Lincoln Memorial. And and it made absolutely no sense. Many have claimed Thade simply got there first, but there's no explanation as to how that was even possible, and instead of being a horrifying revelation, it just confused everyone. Number 3. Removing the Message The Day the Earth Stood Still the message of the original The Day the Earth Stood Still movie is a genuinely prophetic one, about the dangers of nuclear war and how we as a race must all get along. The remake is a pale imitation that desperately needed an issue to hammer home and make a point. In fact, the remake doesn't really have any message to say at all. Klaatu is just there to tell Earth he's there to kill them in order to save the planet, and you're left wondering why he is delaying his mission that he seems dead set on doing. Keanu Reeves' performance is also so emotional on board, compared to Michael Rennie's more sympathetic take. The Klaatu being convinced of humankind being worth saving just doesn't seem very genuine. Instead of a deep, puncturing look at the cruelty and malice of humankind, we get treated to pretty CGI visuals of a digitized cloud eating everything in sight for vague reasons. Number 2. Cutting Down the Runtime Ben-Hur the original Ben-Hur's legacy is set in stone, as a bona fide cinematic monument with its sheer scope being unrivaled for decades. In basic terms, the story follows a prince that is falsely accused of treason, regains his freedom and plots revenge on those who wronged him. A remake was inevitable, but a huge feat to take on. In 2016, Timur Bekmambetov took on the challenge and completely missed the mark, to the point where every marketing opportunity attempted to label the film a reimagined rather than a remake, despite it following pretty much the exact same plot. The film was only two hours long and went the way of many 2010s blockbusters, with a focus on CGI-driven action scenes and worrying if it didn't move along briskly enough that it would lose the audience's attention. Chopping off 80 minutes of plotline and character development from the original, then filling up what remained with lengthened action scenes just made the remake a glorified B-movie you'd find in the bargain bin soon after release. Number 1. Maleficent Turning Stefan Into a Rapist 
Yeah, this happened. Aside from the obvious focus on Maleficent over Aurora, this was actually a pretty hyped movie with many looking forward to a new take on the classic Sleeping Beauty story of the original film. In the end, the film looked beautiful and had some great moments, but overall fell a bit flat with some curious choices. Far and away the boldest choice this film made though was turning King Stefan into a fantasy rapist. The original King Stefan is a kind, just ruler who by all accounts seems like a decent bloke despite his limited screen time. In this edgy Sleeping Beauty remake where Maleficent is a misunderstood anti-hero, he's an evil tyrannical ruler with all the charm of a foot Veruca, who deceives Maleficent to become the true villain of the film. In a rather awkward scene, Stefan meets up with his childhood friend Maleficent to hang out, then drugs her so she falls asleep and cuts off her wings. Essentially, it's a dark metaphorical rape scene in a Disney movie, coupled with an over-the-top Charlotte Copley rocking an awful accent portraying him, this unnecessary scene made Stefan an irredeemable villain and understandably got a decent amount of criticism upon release. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.